Support for Elwood City Limits is made possible by Facebook. Facebook.com slash Elwood City Limits. Twitter. At ECL Podcast. Email. Elwood City Limits at gmail.com. And by subscribing on iTunes and following us on SoundCloud. Thank you. And, and my free time. Gather round the fireplace, for I have a Christmas tale for you. Once there was two young men named Will and Lucas who both loved talking into microphones. Well, one day Will and Lucas realized they'd put their talents to good use and talk about a 90s cartoon that they both seemed to enjoy. Well, here's the thing, little girls and boys, is that before they started talking about this 90s cartoon, Lucas and Will would get off topic from time to time. Well, a Christmas present from me to you is some of these lovely tales from Christmas past. I can't do better than that. I had a lot of time to think about this today. Yeah, man. How I was going to introduce the Christmas wow, wow, special. Wow, that went places. I mean, he's not wrong, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Elwood City Limits, and it's our special episode, ECL Extra number one. Uh, my name is Will Young, and that's Lucas Mancini spinning you a yarn. That's right, by the fire. A Yule log. A Yule log for your mind. One, t- right. one time for your mind, as the rascals I'm very say. excited for Christmas. Are you excited for Christmas, Will? Absolutely. I live in a permanent state of excitement for Christmas now that I work at a radio station. <laughs> So, so you're channeling your inner Mick Foley. Sure, absolutely. Although not to that degree. Well, bef- um, let's uh, let's get right down to it. Coming up, you're going to be listening to just a couple of uh, random audio snippets because before, as Lucas said, we sit down to record an episode of Elwood City Limits. We uh, tend to get to talking about this, that, and everything in between. I uh, just want to uh, just make a quick comment here for any of our younger listeners that uh, there will be some a bit of a bit of harsh language, uh, nothing you know too pervasive or anything like that but uh you know some uh, uh a little bit of a salty language and maybe uh, a sexual situation or two oh no yeah that's making its way back in these are these are lost bits from previous episodes these are uh pre-episode banter and uh some never before heard audio talk about reindeer games <sighs> i just wanted to see how long you'd go with that uh, yeah, so please enjoy ECL Extra number one, and we'll be back with you once we're done for a little something else. Before you go, Will, top, Yo. top four Christmas movies on the spot. I'm putting you on the spot. Uh, okay, so in no particular order, I'm yeah. going to say Die Hard. Yep. Uh, Jingle All the Way. Ooh, a good choice. Um, what was the one? No, I, uh, no, that's not, uh, that's not really technically a movie. Uh, <laughs> I'm very curious to hear what that was. Well, it is, actually it did win an Academy Award. It's an it's an animated version of a Christmas Carol. Oh, okay. That was uh, re-released in the theater, so it could be eligible for an Academy Award in the 1970s. But I won't count that. Okay. Um, I'll say, oh, what was the one I just? No, actually, not that one. Not Love Actually. That's that's a really bad movie that I what? just got, whoa, got whoa, snookered whoa. into. It's on my list of top four. I like Love Actually. God said I get, I get snookered into watching that every year just as I snookered back with Jingle All the Way, so I won't I, count that either. That's I, li- I like Love Actually. 
it's you know what that's fine it's just a really really not good movie uh okay um home alone oh i'm gonna be i'm gonna be boring and say home alone as i'm boring boring by saying die hard and i'll go with i'll go with rudolph because i watch that every year rudolph's good rudolph's good how about you uh die hard again I, it's it's the obvious choice in 2016, but yep. I, it really does like it puts you in a Christmas spirit. It starts off with that Christmas music. Mm. There's that part where he's like, "Thank you, FBI," and like that song's playing in the background. So uh, I do like Die Hard, Gremlins. I'm a I'm a I like Gremlins two more as a movie, mm. but Gremlins two oh, Gremlins one takes place at Christmas. I haven't seen uh, Gremlin either of them enough. I, and I definitely, I've only seen Gremlins once, so I, it's not up there. But I remember really enjoying it last year when I watched it for Christmas. Uh, a recent add to my list uh. is Go from 1999. I watched that the other night. Mm. That movie surprised the heck out of me with how good it is. Okay. Um, uh, the guy who directed Swingers. Uh, it's, okay. it's like a Pulp Fiction ripoff, but it takes place at Christmas at a rave. It's awesome. It's the type of movie they don't make anymore. Hmm. Um, and then probably, I guess, like number four would be Love Actually. Or since... Will uh, annexed that. I can sub in an even more boring pick. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. So I've actually never seen It's a Wonderful Life oh, yet. It's a, it's a good movie. I'm to understand it is. Uh, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Let us know, and uh, I'll let you know how to do that uh, later. Okay, so here we go with ECL Extra number one. Please to enjoy. Are you ready? Will and Lucas with Elwood City Limits. Motherfucker. <laughs> Bitch. Damn, son. Where'd you get that? DJ Premier Exclusive. I just wanted to take like just take a little bit here to talk about their study technique and just how, of course, studying was not something necessarily that I did a whole lot in uh, third grade, maybe for spelling tests. and Well, actually, maybe that's about the time that I would have had to start. And, I mean, with the kids, it's more just like, you know, you know, Their idea of studying is, you know, pretty much cartoons idea of studying is, you know, sitting down and reading books that never really even through college, like sitting down in a place and like reading for a long time and like trying to memorize stuff. It never really worked for me. And I don't know if I've ever found like a studying technique that worked especially well other than engaging with the material itself like over and over again, like more than once. And it's interesting to see how eventually they all kind of go back to that essentially the same form of book studying. And I was wondering if you kind of had a, a studying technique when you were in school. It's funny because mine is pretty much Arthur's. I I learn, I memorize better when I verbalize something. And I'll find myself doing that in my day-to-day life now that I don't have to really study anything. I'll be like, okay, I have to pick up milk on the way to work tomorrow morning. And so I'll say that out loud before I go to bed. And that's how I used to study back in school. I would look at the textbook and I'd have to read the thing over and over and over again. And I would also say it out loud. Or I'd remember, like Arthur's song, the A-A-R-D-V-A-R-K, when I had to remember factoids or math equations, make up a little song, a little rhyme, a little Mm -hmm. bed mass, Mm -hmm. any extra detail I could add to retain that information – I would do. The problem is I had a really low attention span. So I the really the only way for me to study would be to brute force it, much like the kids in this show do, where you just read it over and over and over again. But I would find it so mind-numbingly boring as yeah, well. Vocalizing stuff also helps for me, but I would also kind of have the buster problem. of If I sat down with a book, then I would just kind of be shifting myself and, like, my attention. Even when I'm reading, like, now just for fun, like, my attention just kind of shifts away from reading. Like, I'm 
aware, too aware of what's going on. So, but that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad that that kind of more traditional method uh, worked for you. Our teachers would have to separate us in grade two because we'd be making each other laugh yeah, so hard. So that actually happened. Some to me. things never change. That happened with me and my buddy uh, Seamus. Actually, like we would do that in like university when we he was did, telling we, you to kiss his ears. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he actually spells it the exact same way. <laughs> So, like, before he started watching wrestling, I would just, like... Tell him to kiss your arse? No, I would I would congratulate him on his winning the WWE Championship. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm just like, yeah. you won! And I was like, I don't uh, know. Like, the latest that happened, because it would happen with me and Seamus in, like, high school. That's where we met each other. And then we did, like, basically the same degree path in university. So we had a bunch of classes together, and we would just kind of s- sit in the back and kind of make each other laugh, like you and Josh. Yeah. And then, like, one time we were doing it, I guess, really loudly in, like, well... In Dalhousie, there is like a um, it's across the street from their student union building. It's like a newer, uh, I think it's called the McCain Building, and they would have these big screening rooms where we would have like our introduction to film class, and we were like sitting like right in the back row of this big time auditorium, and we were apparently like busting each other up loud enough that they could hear us down there. And one of the TAs comes right up and and like leans down and is just like, "We can hear you down there. Stop." And I thought like, you guys were, and, and it's like I'm just like. Really I thought you got the story was going to go like you guys were in the introduction for to film class and so you're at the back of the theater like riffing on I don't know some John Luke Goddard film oh totally like, total like MST three totally. K through but like through the things you'd watch in a film class like oh we're gonna sit here and make fun of the Seventh Seal like well, <laughs> no but we well, we totally do that though and like we like and we'd always go to like. <laughs> We'd go to Superstore because there would be, like, screenings on Tuesdays. So we would go to Superstore and just get a bunch of food. And we had a buddy who, like – because I don't think you're supposed to bring food in there. And we had a buddy who was kind of working out front the, like, security for that for that evening. So it would just be like, hey, what's up? And just, like, kind of smuggle it in. So And, and it got like, – In my su- mind, the funny – su- the, the situation gets so much funnier when you think about it in terms of, like, the films you'd watch in a film studies class. Like, oh, we're going to, like – Eat a bunch of red vines during Rashomon, or like I don't know, uh, Rafifi, uh, yeah, or no, just eating a whole bowl of Nutrigrain bars, uh, a whole a whole box of Nutrigrain bars during last year at Marion Bad, because <laughs> that movie sucks. And we were we like those, and there were there were those ones that would just be like Jesus Christ, this is so boring. Like, yeah, there, there was a time I bought I brought an entire box of Captain Crunch, like, and I. <laughs> Nothing. You know the things I did when I was foolish in nineteen was bring a box of Captain Crunch to a film screening. And nothing just makes eat it. nothing makes no Yojimbo uh, exciting like Captain Crunch. The, oh, I think it. Uh, what was the Kurosawa? Oh, it was Throne of Blood. Throne of Blood was the one we watched. I haven't seen that. One. Throne of Blood's so good. And like, every, I, spoilers. Every Kurosawa movie is so good. Right, right, right. And it's like I haven't seen a bunch of the other ones like Yojimbo or uh, or or Rashomon or Yujiro, but I've seen. Uh, uh, thrown a blood a couple of times, and uh, I want I watched the Seven Samurai once, and that's like a it's a really long movie. Right, so we should probably get going soon, but before we get going, one little tidbit about your Seven Samurai. Yeah, parts. The crazy thing about that fucking movie is the parts where people get hit with arrows. They just they were real arrows, and they had a block of wood under their shirts. Mm-hmm. So the dudes would shoot actual arrows at them, and it would just hit the block of wood. Yeah, it's the same thing. In, it's the same thing in Throne of Blood because at the very end, like it's the it's the story of Macbeth basically, and um, <laughs> uh, 
Toshiro Mifune is playing the lead role, and then at the very end, like, his castle gets invaded, and he's being, like, met with a hail of arrows as he, like, runs down hallways, and they, like, will hit the wall in front of him. But the thing is that, like, they didn't do the wooden block. Well, they may have for when he gets hit, but they would fire actual arrows at him, and he just had to, like, trust that they wouldn't hit him. And it's like, you can just see him, he's just like, <laughs> Like, he's fucking freaking out. All righty. Uh... I also, I mean, I, I, I do want to stick by the kind of no, no slash soft swearing uh, rule, but I did really bust up in the first episode. Like, I hated to censor your uh, real trap shit line. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, no. Uh, that, I also that, that, was, that was busting me up. I try to keep the wrestling references to the minimum, especially the more obscure they get. But there's two fairly obscure ones I gotta make. And yeah. there's, there's one moment in each episode that deserves a fairly, a really old. Anyway, we'll get to it. If you if you if you if you make them, you make them. It's all good. I iconic character. I actually thought of the. Uh, I was thinking about it. It's too late, but uh, Prapper the Rapper would be a solid Halloween costume because all you have to do is put a little bit of a dab of black on your nose. Tape two leather ears and buy the hat, and there you go. You're Parappa the Rapper. Yeah, no, that's actually a pretty good idea. Solid nostalgia play. Mm, for, for real. Yeah, no, I was just, uh, I was even worse at it, but it was the, I was going to say my favorite stage, but the only stage in You're the game with. that I'm familiar with because <laughs> I played the demo at my buddy's house and just like, this is the only one I know. It's a hot song. I was, I had it, I was humming it all, all oh, week. Sure. Kick, put, it's all in the mind. I just I kind of miss that era of video games where um, you know Japanese game development was so vibrant and thriving that like there was just so much like off center weird stuff coming out of Japan at right. such a high rate. Like all those dream like games like Choo Choo Rocket, like that occupies the same space in my head as, as Parappa the Rapper. What's the one with the bunny that's like it's all made out of like white lines and it's also like a rhythm game? Vib ribbon. Vib ribbon. That's I it. have the Vib ribbon soundtrack on my uh, on my iPod. It's the only torrent I'm still seeding to this day hmm. because I'm like, if anybody else wants to get the Vib ribbon soundtrack, I'm gonna help them out because like I was like, I wonder if there's a torrent of this. It's so weird. Because um, the way Vib Ribbon would work is if you put a CD in. Yeah, it would play the it would CD. It play a song. But there was like five songs that were included with the game that was yeah. originally made for the game. Uh, and they, the songs are bizarre to listen to out of the context of the game because to make the song a fun level to play, the beats per minute change mid-song. And so the song – like. It, its melody keeps slowing down and speeding up, so it makes for a bizarre listening it's like, experience. It's, it's like Super Prog or something. <laughs> yeah, it's some some math or <laughs> Back at it again at the Krispy Kreme. <laughs> I was just saying that today. <laughs> like before I got here, I was like, I said back at it again. Like, back at it again at Krispy Kreme. It's the greatest vine of all time. On, uh, I would say it's in the conversation. I don't know. It's yeah. It's definitely top three. I don't know. There's a lot. Of, it's, the problem is there's so many good ones that I. It would be be really tough. I feel like like I wish I still had my like I wish I still had my Vine profile only because of the archived likes on there. Yeah. Oh, so I could find yeah. them. You know, they're impossible to find now. Um, the one of the chicken. 
uh, doll falling off the roof is gets gets me every time. I thought you were talking about the one where there's a little girl and she's like, it's like this little girl and she's like in front of a bunch of seagulls or pigeons or something and she goes, look at all these chickens. There's so many that would be that would be a tough job, but I'd be willing to do it. Is like top 100 vines. Yeah. Where does peanut butter baby fall? Eh. You come on. You don't I, tell me you've never seen I, the peanut butter baby. I may have, but I don't recognize. It's it like a that. baby, and he's completely covered with peanut butter. Like he got into the peanut butter, and it's this kind of like weird. Like he's like too big for a baby. Like he's like a kind of a weird looking baby. And the mom comes up to him and he goes, "Does it feel good?" And the baby looks at the camera and with like a grown man's voice goes, "Uh." And kind of like slaps himself, and he's got peanut butter all over himself. He goes, "Yeah, does it feel good?" Uh, my girlfriend hates it. I don't know. She, if, I don't know if she, I've seen that one before. She's dis- she like abs- she goes every time when she sees it, she goes, "I hate that baby." What was the What was the one I was just thinking of? Um, oh, the uh, I think and like this is. I don't think this is exclusively a Vine because it's on a YouTube playlist that I have saved. But just the right. So here's how it is. Oh fuck! I can't <laughs> believe you've done this. I don't know if that's in the top 100, but that's just the one I thought of right now. Definitely not in the top 100, but my per- a personal one after my own heart is uh, the Peepus Room, where he goes, he goes, he's like, it's like a guy, and he's like looking around, and he's like, where's all the Peepus? And then he, he's in this room with like a mirror, and there's just a side that says Peepus Room, and he goes, oh, oh. Uh, it's, I'd, I'd really have, to, I'd really have to see that one. Uh, <laughs> I gotta definitely put one from there on. <laughs> You know, you know what would be in my top 100 is, uh, so I don't know how into Vine you got. Like, would you, if you, if I said uh, Kopke six one three, do you know who I mean? I'm not, I'm not familiar with like specific people. Okay. Did, did you ever see one of like you know a stereotypical guy with a Canadian accent? Oh, that, that, that guy. Yeah. And just one of my favorites is just like, you know, the indigenous species of Canada. You really have to respect them and you have to treat them with a certain amount of uh, amount of respect. Just and it's just the next shot is him next to a next to a goose he just blows an air horn in his face <laughs> get fucked <laughs> air horns are always like a, a r- ripe source of comedy and hey no better audio than describing vines <laughs> oh yeah that's great radio yeah at least you uh, listen at least you, even you have limits i'm assuming you didn't see tmnt2 uh, not 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 two no. Okay, you were scaring me for a second. <laughs> I was gonna be like, yeah, for opening night, I had to see Shavis no, in his role as Bebop. I don't have or to. Was see, he Rockstar? I don't have to see anything with was the teenage Bebop or Rockstar. Was, Yo, but Krang's in this one. Rocksteady. Uh, Krang was in it. <laughs> but I don't have any, I don't have any love for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in general. Like this show is fine. It's just like it was. It wasn't. It wasn't. The Wire or something. Yeah, but but Raphael's cool but rude. Yeah, but he's also one of four primary colors. Like fucking. I don't know. I don't purple's care. a primary. Color. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, neither's orange. You're right. <laughs> I think about it. Okay, fine. You're right, smart guy. Two primary colors and two mixed. Donatello was the best one because in the video games, I agree. You should always pick him because he's got the he's got the, range. He's got the long staff exactly. <laughs> but Raphael's cool but rude, and that second movie has that Vanilla Ice song. Give in me it. a break. Alrighty. I, I was having a day like everybody else, but then, as I'm one to do when I have downtime, I was looking at Twitter, and I saw this gif of Mr. Peanut in the Macy's Parade hitting the dab. 
uh, and all problems <laughs> faded away, like t- like teardrops in the rain. I was like, everything's <laughs> gonna be okay, because it's not just Mr. Peanut hitting the dab like that Squidward mascot from right. years ago. Right. Mr. Peanut hits a dab, walks step forward, hits another dab, and then finishes off with a mystery d- mi- a mini dab. Wow! So Mr. Peanut 2020. Make peanuts great again. It's like twenty-three Westworld podcasts. I so, saw that. The show's it, well, got you, like did, six did, episodes. Did you, did you see it in the recommends for um for our plot? Like I was looking at, you know, if you like this podcast, we recommend this. And it was like Westworld, Westworld, Westworld. No, I didn't. That's hilarious because I was seeing memes about people making fun of how there's there was like two episodes of Westworld at that point, right? And there was like twenty-three Westworld podcasts. <laughs> And it's like I like I like Westworld. Yeah. I do. I've only seen one episode of it thus far, but I like I haven't seen any. It's it's so that type of like pop culture thing, where it's like what's ooh, there's so many mysteries. We're gonna mm-hmm, talk mm-hmm. about it. I'm we're three white dudes, and we're gonna talk about our hot Westworld that's, takes. That's that sounds that sounds like a thing that exists. She takes him out. On a leash into the yard while Arthur's making like whiny dog noises and just leaves him outside because that's what Pal understands punishment to be. It's a tad psychosexual, eh? Just a little bit? No? Arthur's get it's a little bit of dog play, you know what no, I'm saying? No, dude, no, no, I really no. You know those people who went to high school with you who were like I don't know about you, but there was like these goth people at my high school. They would walk around and like one of them was on a leash and the other one would like hold them on a leash. I Listen, I'm not endorsing this whatsoever. The face you're making right now is the face I would always make when I saw them in the highway hallway. I'm just highlighting that they existed. Listen, uh, not not to trample on you here, but I'm probably going to delete that out. <laughs> this is this is not this is, this is not where I want the podcast to go. <laughs> Yeesh. OK. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll put it at the end. Hello, and welcome to Elwood City Limits. It's the Episodic Arthur Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. I just realized I don't remember what number episode this is. I I had forgotten, too, when I was looking up what episode we needed to watch this week. (sighs) So when I was looking at the Wikipedia article, I was like, okay, saw that one, saw that one, saw that one, saw that one. So maybe it's five Maybe four. It's five or six. Five or six. I'm going to say five. I think five sounds pretty good. That does sound right. My name is Will Young, and I am your host, and joining me is your other host, Mr. Lucas Mancini. Hello. So today we're going to be talking about, of course, another Arthur episode, Go Figure, uh, and of and that episode being, uh, I didn't write down the episode. Okay, okay, no, no, wait, wait, wait. I can, I can do this. It is Arthur's Pet Business and D.W. the Copycat? Uh-oh. We might have watched different episodes this week. Oh, no. What did you watch? I watched Arthur Goes to Camp and Buster Makes the Grade. Oh, man. you We totally did. Oh, jeez. Yikes. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> Since you have time. Uh, okay. There's, uh, there's, <laughs> there's two options here. This is what happens when we forget the episode number. And I was trying to be all clever and be like, I'm going to message Will and ask him what's the next episode, and then I'm going to go, well, I do that every time. I'll just figure it out myself. <laughs> no. <laughs> <sighs> no, you know what? This is um, – I've been compiling um, audio extras like oh, just, to, j- just to have, so this is definitely going to be one this of them. Gold. All right. Well, <laughs> there's two options. You We could uh, just do this again like tomorrow or some other time. Yeah. 
Uh, or uh, I could watch the episode right now, and we could record right afterwards. But I, I know I have to get out of here eventually. And no, I, 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 I yeah, time. it's been a long day for you, yeah. and also I would rather you have like a little bit of time to sit with it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think we should just kind of. Uh, do this do this again but i but now you have your your notes done for that episode yeah so. yeah which so. is a good things ahead i'm excited for you to see those two because i like those two yeah and i and i had a lot have a lot of things to say about this still do so Damn. Uh, oh well uh, that's a little disappointing but yeah well whatever it's you know what it's all good and frankly i'll be able to get to bed uh much early. earlier than i thought so uh that's that's not a bad it's, thing it's episode 5.5 so for episode whatever number this is 5.5 it it's really, a little easter egg for this for this mess uh i'm i'm will young i'm lucas mancini i don't have a quote to say this time what is there a quote you remember from the here all right i'll say one from uh i'll say one okay, from mine yeah. and you say one from yours at the same time give okay, a little okay, teaser wait, okay wait 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 okay i'm just i'm just going through mine right okay. now and we'll maybe um, three two one yeah just, uh, uh, just, hang on hang on hang on because there's there's a lot so like for the for the uh, for the upcoming episode, which chronologically I believe is mine, which is Arthur's pet business and DW the copycat. Uh, there's a lot of really great. Okay, uh, I, okay, so I got mine. Okay, and three, two, one. This third is America, Arthur. Is a lot Everyone deserves the an equal second chance. time around or the third. <laughs> bye, everybody. Bye, bye. <laughs> You know what? It's almost that was almost bound to happen. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Next time I'll message you to be so for certain. I'm not sure if I just like really didn't look at the Wikipedia article. All right, so there you have it. Uh, some lost audio in there. You know, it's us talking about uh, Vine. Vine was in there. Uh, the lost bit about um, certain sexual situations, which I th- kind of thought was a bit too racy for the. Uh, for the all-ages podcast we're trying to run here. Sorry, Will, I'm out of breath from unwrapping all these 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 presents that you've just given me in the form of great bloopers. Well, it's funny that you it's funny that you say presents, Lucas, because of course we are here at Christmas time. Uh, this is being recorded just three days before Christmas, and this will be coming out as our Christmas present to you. And uh, I actually have a little something <gasps> for our, for our uh, stalwart co-host. Um, no. So I didn't get you anything. That's so awkward. It's quite all right. In fact, it's uh, like our podcast. It is Arthur related. So Lucas, Merry Christmas! I oh got you. Goodness. I got you the baby hardcover of Arthur Babysits by Mark Brown. I can see in the corner here. Watch the Arthur TV show on PBS. Already on it. This is the one with the human Tibble twins. It's kind of macabre. Um, nice thick pages. Some sort of cardboard stock. So, so I'll break so, it. So because of course a baby can't cut. Yeah. Uh, itself or myself. Mm. Um, some great original Mark Brown art in here. Only seven dollars and ninety-five cents in Canada. You know those are some nineties prices. That's right. This will run you a cold thirty in twenty sixteen. <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy. And of course, uh, you know, just found that in the wild. Figured you'd like it. And uh, as a way of saying, a uh, way of saying thank you for being my co-host for these uh, under twenty episodes so far. On the back, it's got some poll quotes. This Publishers Weekly article, I got to look up this full review Mm because here's the poll quote. Little ones will savor the action-filled pictures depicting the riotous chaos caused by Arthur's charges. 
some strange wording here. That is some English teacher ass wording right there. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, no, it's uh, I mean, it's a fun time. And of course, uh, a little piece of history with the human Tibble twins there. So Merry Christmas to you, Lucas. And uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to you as well. Whatever it is you celebrate, uh, we hope you have a good one of those. And you know what our uh, holiday wish is? Uh, for you to share the podcast and for you to uh, start a dialogue with us. So here's the ways you can do that. Go to Facebook.com slash Elwood City Limits. Like us over there. You can... You can follow us on Twitter at ECL Podcast. We also have a Tumblr if you are so inclined, elwoodcitylimits.tumblr.com. Finally, we would love to receive some emails in the new year. That is our holiday wish, so please send us some, elwoodcitylimits at gmail.com. And you know what's also very a very good present is if you rate and review us on iTunes, and that's just as good as sharing us to a friend that loves Arthur. But this holiday season, when you're gathered around the the tree or whatever it is that other people gather around the menorah or the nothing if you're if you're not a believer festivus uh, pole sure if yeah festivus pole that's it uh if you're gathered around something and if you're with somebody that you love and you really appreciate the time that you have with them you know why don't you just say hey you know arthur well these two guys they talk about it and they're some funny or these guys are so unfunny that, it's, <laughs> that it goes all the way back around to being funny again either way you should totally listen and appreciate uh, what they do. But you know what? We don't do it for the appreciation. We do it because it's fun. But we appreciate the appreciation. So whenever it comes our way. That's my long-winded way of saying thank you for listening in 2016. We will be back in 2017. And uh, we will be starting the year off with a new pair of episodes. It's going to be Meek for a week and Arthur, the world's greatest gleeper. Ew. <laughs> All right. Well, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and Happy New Year from myself, Will Young. And thank you very much for the support that we've gotten in 2016. Hoping 2017 will be an even bigger and better year. Lucas, any final thoughts? I have a machine gun. Her, her, her. For, oh, God, what the uh, for Hans Gruber. I was going to say for Lucas Gruber. R.I.P. R.I.P. For Lucas Gruber. I'm Will McLean. <laughs> I wish. Come out to the coast. Have a couple oh, left. Come to the party. Have a few left. <laughs> this has been Elwood City Limits ECL Extra number one. We'll catch you in the new year. All the best. Many happy returns. <laughs>